It's the Penguins versus the Florida Panthers tonight from Pittsburgh after they both overcome losses on Sunday night, 2-1 against the Devils for the Penguins, and 6-2 last night, Monday night, January the 23rd of 2023 for the Florida Panthers, 6-2 over the Rangers. They fall. One team will win tonight in Pittsburgh. Who's it going to be? Will it be the Florida Panthers? The former team of Johnny, of Jonathan Huberto? Or will it be Sidney Crosby and the Pens? And does Christopher Letang return? And if so, does he get a goal? Find out after this quick introduction, quick commercial break, and introductional message delivered by Josh Getzoff. Josh, set the scene for Panthers and Pens. The floor is yours. I thought we played really hard. You know, that's a team that's got a that's got a high octane offense. Guys played hard, and we didn't get the result. Uh, but I thought, for the most part, we played a hell of a hockey game. The Penguins returned from New Jersey, hoping for better puck luck than Sunday's matinee that saw them fall to the Devils in overtime, despite a dominant performance. Got drive score! It's Crosby with the blast. The Florida Panthers come to Pittsburgh determined to rebound, but on short rest following a 6-2 loss to the New York Rangers last night. It's a face-off between two powerful Eastern Conference contenders in this Tuesday night throwdown. Crosby scores! Sidney Crosby! Penguins! Panthers! Coming up next! And it comes your way right after this break and then introductional message. Enjoy the show, everybody. This is Penguins Post Game. Panthers and Pens. Coming up next. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. The Pittsburgh Penguins are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And now, we welcome you into Penguin Postgame with your host, Scott McGregor. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just 
left the building. Let's get you back into the studio now with Scott to take us in the Penguin Post Game. Welcome to Penguins Post Game. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at, at ScottMcGregor3. Follow me on Instagram at SMC underscore 87 underscore. Well, that was a fun one. So I haven't really listened to Locked on Penguins yet, but I mean, right now, I'm still at a loss for words for what I just witnessed. Having listening to the AT&T Sportsnet broadcast on Sportsnet, the home of, well, during baseball season, the home of everything Blue Jays. That is actually coming back on the horizon, and we'll probably have a couple of those games coming to you this February. We'll see. Penguins are six, seven winners over. The Penguins are six, seven winners on the return of Christopher Lutang. Yes, Tanger returned tonight. He returned. But one of the things that was unclear until it, until it was clear was would it be. Spencer Knight versus number 35, Tristan Jari? Or will it be Alex Leon versus Casey DeSmith? It, it indeed was Leon versus Casey DeSmith. We'll hear from the goaltenders in the final segment of the show, but to kick us off here, Latang having returned from to kick us off here, having returned from five from eleven game from having returned Latang having returned from the loss of his father and missing eleven straight games since the winter classic. He's on the board. And he's doing well. Christopher Latang bounces two assists, two goals in a four-point night for him. To hand a back-to-back loss to the Florida Panthers. Let's get into it. Before we get to the game stats and the game summary, we're going to go over the referees, the linesmen, and the attendants. And then we're going to give you Christopher Lutang himself. So this game has officially reached the station last night in, in front of 17,159 fans. 17,159 fans in attendance at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, PA. Wes McCauley and Brandon Bredina, Bredina were, your, were your referees for tonight's game. 
KL Murchison and CJ Murray were your linesmen. Getting into the game summary and the game stats in moments, but first, it was a bit of an emotional one for Christopher Latang. So let's kick off the show here by hearing from him post game, talking to the media. Here he is. Here is number 58 of your Pittsburgh Penguins after his first night back in the league and playing for the black and gold Penguins right after his father passes away. And of course, he had he was battling injury. Mike Sullivan and head coach Paul Maurice. So head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan, and head coach of the Florida Panthers. And the head coach of the of the Florida Panthers, Paul Maurice, coming up in the second segment where we will do our shake of the game. We will do the game pucks of the game. And in the final segment, we'll hear from Casey DeSmith as well as well as Alex Leone and a few other Penguin and Panthers players in the final segment. In the first segment of this show, we are going to hear from Carter Verhage and the man you're about to hear from right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please put your hands together for Tanger, for Christopher Letang. Here he is post-game after his first night back in the league. Hopefully the audio will work. We'll, we'll wait and see. Here we go. Latang, the floor is yours. I guess I guess your emotions right now getting that overtime winner to get your team the, the win after uh, this game. I sure really am. Uh, I didn't know what to think or how it how it's going to go. And you know, these guys supported me for the last six months and uh, it's just great to be back. I must I mean, you just have to figure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you bury your edge. You try to go at it again. And, you know, it was uh, it was good to have the win. Then to step into a game like this, just while I mean, what was that like for your first game back? I mean, just what was like kind of get acclimated and situated. Yeah, just try to adapt the the flow of the game and uh, get back into it. So. Um, like I said, I just wanted to be back on the ice. This was another otherwise kind of a wild game, obviously seven six. How would you categorize uh, the team game overall? I mean, you don't want those games too many times. Uh, you can be on the wrong side of it. So, um, you know, we we have to learn from the mistake we made and uh, you know try to tighten up and make sure that we play our game. First, what did tonight? I I was just happy to be out there, you know. Um in the atmosphere of the, the team. That's Christopher Latang post game after the game. 
And coming up next, after we go over the stats and we do the three stars of this game, we are going to hear from, yes, coming up next, we are going to hear from Carter Verhage. Coming up, Penguins win it in a wild one. You've just heard from Christopher from Christopher Latang. And coming up, we've got a few more Penguins that I want to hear from post game, but we're gonna hear from a variety of them in the final and middle segment after the head coaches. We'll see. The goaltenders are coming up in the final segment. In our first segment, it is time. It is time now to go over the game stats and give you the three stars. We're going to start with the game summary as we are getting set to bring you post-game. Carter Verhage. He's the only Florida Panther that we have that we're going to hear from. So we're going to hear from him right after I go over the game stats and things of that nature. We've also got Alex Leon, the coach, uh, sorry, not the coach, the goaltender of tonight's game. He comes into this game uh, Sorry, coming he comes out of this game 2-1 one, and 1, but he came into this game 1-1 one, one, and 1 with a record as a goaltender. Not too shabby, but he's lost. He's now played 5 games in the NHL and won at least one of them. Sorry, he's won at least two of them. But he's lost now his first. Well, he's lost two of them, but one in overtime and one in regulation. Casey DeSmith starts this game, and he comes in at 8, 9, and 3 on the season. He is now 7, 9, and 3. Oh, sorry, 6, 9, and 3 was Casey DeSmith coming into this game. He escapes with a 7-9-3 record as we await our next thing. We're going to hear from Casey DeSmith in the final segment, as well as the man I just mentioned, Alex Leon. Leon, we'll hear from, we'll hear from him in the final segment. That all being said, the GWG goes to the man you just heard from, Christopher Lutang and with that let's get let's get into the wildness of this game the Panthers will be looking for some redemption when these two teams meet again for the final time this season in in Florida They'll be looking for some redemption when these two teams meet once again 
They will meet once again March the 4th at 6 p.m. in Florida. But the Penguins have won the first two meetings, 4-2 in Florida, on December the 15th, 2022. And then last night, they won it in overtime. We're a total of six, sorry, a total of 13 goals were, score, were scored in this game. Six goals to a side. And my goodness. It was a not a good night to be a goaltender if you're in Pittsburgh. It was not a good time to be a goaltender. Sam Reinhardt kicks things open for the Florida Panthers, uh, making it one, making it Florida one, Pittsburgh zero. With his set with his 16th goal of the season at 6:42, Aaron Ekblad 14th assist of the season, Alexander Barkov 29th assist of the season, and then Penguins take a penalty and Matthew Kachuk at 8:08 scores his 25th of the season. Matthew Kachuk 25th of the season at 8:08, 25th goal of the season at 8:08. A career-high 20, 25 goals for Matthew Kachuk. Actually, maybe not a career-high, but regardless, Carter Verhage has a career-high 25 goals in this game. And he... And he gets in and he gets into the action. But first of all, at 808, it's Matthew Kachak with his 25th goal of the season on the power play. Brandon Montour, Brandon Montour, 33rd assist of the season. Alexander Barkov, num 30, his 30th assist of the season, Alexander Barkov. Then, or and once it is Florida too. Pittsburgh zero. Ricard Raquel says, okay, enough of that. At 10.56, he scores his 18th of the season. And the assist coming on, the assists coming on Evgeny Malkin. 29th assist of the season for Evgeny Malkin. Chris Letang, who we just heard from. And by the way, Chris has goals in this game. We're going to get to it in moments. Chris's 15th assist of the season. Donton Heinen gets a goal, his fourth of the year at 11, at 11.56. Just a minute after that, fourth goal of the season for Donton Heinen. Ryan Paling, fifth assist of the season. Drew O'Connor, first assist of the season for him. Danton Heinen picks up his ninth assist of the season on the Chris Letang goal. Chris's third goal, but first of the night and first since he returned to the lineup at 18-14. Ryan Dumoulin, 10th assist of the season, 18-14 again, the, the timing of the goal. 11-56 was Danton Heinen's goal. And just like that, the Penguins are up 3-2. The Penguins are up. Pittsburgh three. 
Florida too. But not so fast, says Carter Verhage. He gets his 24th goal of the season at 19-19. And just like that, three goals in the first period sends us to a 3-3 tie after 20 minutes. Aaron Ekblad, 15th assist of the season. Carter Verhage, Carter Verhage, 24th goal of the season. Bit of a quiet one in the second period, but it quickly becomes 4-3, Panthers 4, Penguins 3, at 10-34, with Aaron Ekblad getting his eighth goal of the season, short-handed, Sam Reinhart, with his 22nd assist of the season, Matthew Kachuk scoring his 37th assist of the season. On the power play, 18 or 19-19 in the second period. Sidney Crosby, the captain, ties it up. And just like that, we're tied again at four apiece this time. Sidney Crosby, 23rd goal of the season for Sid. Jake Gensel, 24th assist of the season. Jeff Petrie, 12th assist of the season. On the power play, it's a PP, it's a PPG for PGH in the second period. And then just when you think the action hasn't intensified, the third period was a fun one. Colin White puts Florida up. 5-4 with his sixth goal of the season at 4-10 into the third. Nick Cousins, 12th assist of the season. Ryan Lomberg, sixth assist of the season for him. And then Drew O'Connor, third goal of the season for Drew O'Connor at 10-29. Ryan Paling, sixth assist of the season. Danton Heinen, 10th assist of the season. For them, for those guys, six for Ryan Paling, Danton Heinen, 10th assist there at 10:29, third goal of the season for Drew O'Connor. And then Gino Machino, my beast mode. Evgeny Malkin scores the second pop, the second of three connections on a power play that the Penguins had 14:30 later with his 17th goal of the season. Sidney Crosby notches his 33rd assist of the season on that goal. Christopher Latang. He had two goals in this game. He had notched his 16th assist of the season. And Carter Verhage, just after Malkin makes it 6-5 Pittsburgh, Carter Verhage unassisted on an oops pen on an oops play. By, by Casey DeSmith. Or it could have been Connor Colin White, regardless who it was. Carter Verhage gets his 25th goal of the season, unassisted. 17-28, and just like that, we're headed to overtime. Four minutes and six seconds in. Penguins get a power play. And then at, at that six minute 
or at that six second in four in the four minute mark. Christopher Latang wins it in overtime for the Pens with his fourth of the season and second of the night. Malkin's 30th assist of the season. Sidney Crosby, 34th assist, 30, his 34th assist of the season. On the power play, it's a PPG for PGH. Power play goal. And just like that, if you're enjoying it by now at your local McDonald's in Pittsburgh, you didn't get a Big Mac. And, and unfortunately, they're not half off at the Milkshake Factory today. They're not half off at the Milkshake Factory today. <clears throat> for Jake Gensel's offer for Jake Shakes. But you did score at McDonald's. As long as you have the McDonald's app in Pittsburgh, you did score a 10-piece a Chicken McNuggets. A free 10-piece Chicken McNuggets at your local McDonald's in Pittsburgh. More on that. More on that is is in an ad that uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins run on their radio network, WXDX FM Pittsburgh, which, by the way, again, is an iHeart radio station. You can ask your smart speaker to play 1059DX by simply saying, to your smart speaker, whatever it is, play 10590X on iHeartRadio. Make sure that they're able to do it. All right, back back to the action. Okay, so we mentioned there were penalties in this game, and Marcus Pedersen gets two of them in the first period for Pittsburgh at 7.43, and then a little at 7.43 in the first period for holding, he went. And then at 14.45, he goes for tripping. And that is all she wrote in the third, in the first period. In the second period, Eter Lusterani goes at 5.02 for tripping. Gustav Forsling at 9.24. He goes for tripping as well. Matthew Kachuk went for tripping at 18.28. And Jason Zucker at 11.34, right before the Matthew Kachuk penalty, he goes for high sticking. Two minutes. In the third period, Nick Cousins at 13.33, he goes for tripping. Two minutes. And then Brandon Montour at 3.26 to go. He goes for high sticking. And Christopher Letang puts the game on ice with the goal that, that I mentioned is his fourth goal of the game. Second since he's returned to the lineup. And second of the night. The Penguins, as we move on now, we're getting to the three stars, and we're going to hear from Carter Verhege afterwards. But the game stats here, 
49 shots for 49 shots for the Penguins, 39 shots for Florida in this game. This one looked like it was going to be a wild one, and it was. 12 goals make it 13 because Pittsburgh, but despite the Panthers and the Penguins scoring six goals each, Pittsburgh gets the final call with Latang returning to the lineup, and he scores the game winner. Okay, again, 39 shots for the Panthers, 49 for the Penguins, 20 hit, 27 hits each for the Florida Panthers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins won 37 face-offs. 37 face-offs they won. They were three for five on the power play, meaning they meaning they connected three times on five power plays. The Panthers won 26 faceoffs and they connected once, once on three pen on three power plays. They spent 10 minutes in the box. Pittsburgh spent six minutes in the box. The Panthers gave the puck away four times, and Pittsburgh gave it away 16 times. The Penguins took the puck away nine times, and Florida takes it away 11 times. 28 of Pittsburgh's shots were blocked by the Panthers. 14 of their of the Panthers' shots were blocked by the Penguins. All right, three stars coming up, but before we get to that, I figure, you know what, before we also get to an introduction, let's hear from the man himself. He had two goals in this game uh, in this game last night, and he had and he had a goal in the game that his team played on Monday night in Madison Square Garden. So let's hear right now, before we get to our introduction of, before we get to our introduction of the three stars, let's hear right now from the man himself, Mr. Carter Verhage. Here, here he is after the oh so close game. Here he is. Here is Carter Verhage after the oh so close game. And by the way, this just in, Tristan Jari, according to Pittsburgh Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan, will not be playing until the until after the All-Star break. So that means he will not play. Yes, he will not play against Washington or San Jose, who, by the way, are the teams that the Pittsburgh Penguins have coming up before the All-Star break. 
we will have a post-game show for you at, after those games go final. You can see the Sharks post-game show right after the game goes final, but it will release prior to the opening of the NHL All-Stars Skills Competition. You can see that on Sportsnet. And you can also see the game on Sportsnet as well. We'll see. Right now, let's hear now from Carter Verhage. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we battled back all game, and it was uh, really eventful, and uh, we kind of stuck with it. We even killed the whole way and uh, trusted the way we played, and I liked the game. We got some unfortunate bounces, but, I mean, uh, I liked it so far. Yeah, I think I'm just uh, trying to shoot more. And, I mean, I'm playing with some great players. They're finding on the ice and really good positions to uh, score goals. So, I mean, I think I'm just shooting more and now they're going in. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm coming up here. I mean, Huge down for him, and uh, he ran with it. I mean, got a couple wins. Was huge back there. Uh, made some really big saves, and I mean, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get some from. But uh, hopefully, uh, next game we can. The lines look a little different tonight. The absence of Sam Bennett. How have your teammates continued to mm. adapt to different players? Yeah, I think uh, Lucy filling that hole is he's, he's great. I mean, he's battling for bucks, uh, made really good plays, and. I mean, we have so much depth on this team that anyone you play with uh, get good looks, and uh, you're playing with really good players. So we're, we're really fortunate that way. Colin White, you can line up tonight, and you're for him to get his first goal since November. Just how kind of gratifying was that moment for this team to see that? Yeah, it was nice. I mean, uh, he's definitely battling uh, in another lineup, and I mean, it's definitely tough. Uh, you guys are doing that, and to come in and make a big impact like that, and. Right away, I mean, uh, it's awesome for him. I'm happy for him. Hopefully, he can uh, keep going. Last of his schedule has not been received by any fans. What can you, what's been revealed about this group's character, given the stretch and some of the adversity this year that have been Yeah, I mean, uh, this has been a really crazy schedule. We've been on the road uh, all month, home for one game, and it seems like we're living on the road right now. So uh, it'll be nice to go home and play in front of our home fans. And I mean, uh, it gets pretty comfortable there. So it'll be nice. That's Carter Verhage, who you are just about hearing from. And as we are going to bring you the following introduction, you have also just heard from you have also just heard from Christopher Letang coming off of his return which by the way he posted a four point night with two assists and so much more. So let's find out here. As I mentioned before, we 
As I mentioned before, I threw it over to Carter Verhage. You will be hearing from the, or sorry, Mike Sullivan, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mike Sullivan, of the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, will be heard from in the middle segment. And of course, he did mention that the Penguins will be without Tristan Jari until after the All-Star break. So where so when does so when exactly does he start again? Does Jari start again? We'll find out in due time. You're also gonna hear from Alex Lyonet. Leon. And coming up to kick us in to the middle segment, you're going to hear from Paul Maurice, the head coach of the Florida Panthers. But before we get going to that, it's time to put this opening segment on ice with the three stars so here they are after this introduction it's time for the three stars of tonight's contest once again back to the sports for beginners studio with your host scott mcgregor it is indeed time for the three stars of tonight's contest which was on monday night and that will be before we get to the head coaches after a quick commercial break so, your third star of the game with a with a total ice time of 19 minutes and 40 seconds. Two goals, no assists, and plus 2. It's number 23 of the Florida Panthers, Carter Verhage. The second star of tonight's game is even though he was minus three he had two goals one assist it is number 71 Malkin. his his total ice time 20 minutes and 29 seconds and your first star with 26 minutes and 29 seconds of total ice time. He returned to the lineup and posted two assists, two goals, did not have any plus or minuses. But give it up, Pens fans, for Christopher Lutang, number 58. Christopher Lutang is your first star. Evgeny Malkin, your second star, number 71, and number 23, Carter Verhage, is your third star. All right, everybody. Game pucks of the game and the shake of the game on the way. But before we get to that, we are going to hear from head coaches Paul Maurice and Mike Sullivan. All of that plus. Casey DeSmith, 
and Alex Leon coming up. They're coming up and they're coming your way. Leon and DeSmith are coming your way when we continue in the final segment. But before that, in the middle segment, when we continue after this short break of 30 minutes, maybe 15. Or you know what? We'll just give it to two. Two minutes. We'll be back in two minutes. But before we send out, you'll be hearing from head coaches Paul Maurice of the Florida Panthers and Mike Sullivan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. All of all of that coming up when we continue on Penguins postgame. Stay tuned. Shake of the game and the game pucks of the game in the middle segment. And Mike Sullivan and Paul Maurice coming up when we continue in moment. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan, or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify, and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform, should there be any delays to its launch. That's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. 
We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Oh, you want it so bad for them because they they've got nothing left, and they gave what they had to give, and each guy had a, a piece of the game where he tried to make an impact. And it's a tough way to lose a hockey game, um, and it's over. The impact so many players were impactful. What can you say of the overall fight? That- yeah, I mean, we're just so much different hockey team than we were a month ago at this time. I mean, they've rallied around each other, battled as hard they could to to come in and yeah, to get a point on the road in the circumstances they were in. I couldn't be more proud. Oh man, and he just battled so hard on every puck, and he made some huge saves there at the end. I, I, he's just one of those guys your heart goes out to because they just like him to be skating off the ice. Remember that one from all the great things that he did, and took a lot of weight with the team. But he competed as hard as he could, and then battled in the net. What went into the decision to have Alex? Yeah, Spencer wasn't ready to go. Part of our ADN. He's been great. He's been great. But tonight, uh, especially after last night, he was skating and, and had a real drive to his game. I thought all the leaders did. You know, they just came up with big nights. Tough night because we played those guys so damn much. Um, I'm excited for him because there's lots of great there in that room and they're, they're starting to. Yeah, and he was out out yesterday because he was just sick as a dog, and, and we didn't know if he'd be able to go. And he sucked it up and went out there and made a huge impact on the game. I moved him up into the three hole part way through the game because he was just playing so well. Um, good on him. Special teams like a big role, especially in their time. Yeah. Here, which drives the goal of special teams. It's a big part of the game, for sure. Yeah. Um, and just lastly, the Sam Bennett out. Said so many. Uh, yeah. You know, like when you get through a run, we do. You won't have very many healthy men in your room. Dealing with a lot of things to get better. Um, I just like I, like I think they're, they're, they've found an identity. They've, they've learned to play hard. I mean, it may not look like it at times on TV. When you put the context around them, these guys who played their butts off for the last month, it's been hard. Maybe, but well, just to clarify on Spencer, was he available to back up or he was just unavailable at all? Uh, there won't be any clarification. He came to the ring, he couldn't go, so he was there, and he was up on the bench. That's Paul Maurice. We're back, and welcome back to the show. It is the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Florida. And the Florida Panthers, excuse whatever that was um, going on there. And the Florida Panthers, <clears throat> as the Penguins win it, win in Pittsburgh in a wild one. Here comes Mike Sullivan before we bring you our shake of the game and game pucks of the game segment. <laughs> 
which is coming up. And of course, we've got our look ahead with the goaltenders leading us in. Goaltenders, reminder, war. As war, as you noted, or as as I noted already, they were Alex Leon and of course Casey DeSmith. We're about we're about to find out from Mike Sullivan what the situation with Tristan Jari was. But as I mentioned earlier, he will not play until after the All-Star break. And for those of you who don't know, Mike Sullivan is the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And here he is. As we bring you the shake of the game and the... As we get ready to bring you the shake of the game introduction and of course we will bring you the game pucks of the game in just a few minutes it's the shake of the game segment coming up after the introduction is coming your way after mike sullivan speaks to the media i got two quarter if i may trust uh with tristan jari did did he become injured throughout the course of the afternoon and just when did you become aware of his unavailability um i became aware of it um when he arrived at the rink tonight before the game and is it too premature to ask for any kind of prognosis or time frame with him yeah he's being evaluated right now uh with an upper body injury and uh so i, I don't have anything more for you on, on that front Mike, given how much offense was needed to eventually secure the win, how nice was it for you today to get two from the blue line with Tangers return, A, and then B, get two from the bottom six as well? Well, it's great anytime you get contributions, uh, you know, from your blue line and, and your bottom six. It, it you know, it, it helps you immensely uh, with the result. And it's tough to rely on the same guys all the time to score goals for you. So when you can get it throughout your lineup like that, it, it certainly helps your cause. That's for sure. You know, happier for Tanger. You know, with everything that he's been through here over the last little while to come back and have the night that he had, I think uh, that was an emotional night for him and and the whole team for that matter. Um, you know, because we're all we're all living, living through it with him, and and so I think. Everybody was ecstatic to get Tanger back in the lineup. Um, you know, you obviously see the impact that he has on our team. Oh my God, I know you were happy to get the two points, but I wanted to ask you, you know, two days earlier, you were happy with the defensive performance in New Jersey. I, it's a much different game tonight, but did you feel like you took a step back in that regard? On the defensive side of the, the, the game, I thought we did. I don't I don't think we, we played the game uh, as tight. And... Uh, you know, it was it was another one of those high event games, and and I think we've got to get better there. We we have to get better. Some of it is, uh, you know, some of it we're playing a we're playing a, a dynamic team offensively again. They've got some forwards that are dangerous, but some of it I think we uh, is self self inflicted on, and 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 those are the areas where I think we could do a better job. You know, it it starts with managing the puck, but. Just understanding how to win, making sure you make good decisions when you're late in shifts, you know, forcing forcing our opponents to have to beat us, and 
And so, you know, we, we had some, I thought we had some lapses throughout the course of the game there, but what I loved about our group is just the compete level and just the, you know, the, the just the perseverance to, to stay with it. You know, I always use that word stick to it. You know, this was one of those nights that, you know, it was, um, you know, there were a lot of goals on both sides. There were momentum swings. There was a lot of emotional swings. I just thought we stayed with it. And, uh, and different guys stepped up, you know, like the guys we mentioned, whether it be the blue line or our bottom six. And, uh, and, and obviously, you know, to, to win a game in overtime where that's an area that, that we've talked about a lot as a team, uh, haven't had the success that, uh, that we think we should. Uh, and so to, to win one in overtime, I think, uh, hopefully that's something we can build on moving forward as well. As you've been alluding to coaches a lot, you would like to have seen your team do a bit better in that game, but do you kind of marvel at a game like that and maybe even have a bit of a laugh? I mean, my God, that just did something for everybody. I don't know if I had a bit of a laugh. I'm sure you guys might've, uh, it was a, it was an entertaining game. That's for sure. Um, you know, there were a lot of good plays made on both sides. So, you know, there's a lot of talent on both teams. And so, um, you know, I think the entertainment value was off the charts, you know, and from a coaching standpoint, you know, we, we would like it to be, uh, we, we'd like it to be a tighter game. And, and I know we're capable of it. We, we just, we, we've got to bring it more consistently. And like I said, there's a lot of positive things that we can take out of it. We're, we're pleased with, with the result. Um, we're happy for certain guys that, that were able to get on the score sheet from a goal production standpoint. But there are also some areas, opportunities for growth. And, and that's, I, I think we've got to heed those messages. You know, it didn't, it didn't hurt us tonight. It, and if we, if we learn from that and, and get better because of that, then, then that's a worthwhile experience. Mike, how exactly do you tighten up, clean up, address some of the areas that you mentioned a minute ago, and what's the sense of urgency that that has to get done? Well, from my standpoint, there's a lot of urgency, and just because I think there's, um, you know, we're we're in a tight race here, and will be for the rest of the year. That's the way I look at it. And you know, there's there's a fine line between winning and losing. We got to control what we can to set ourselves up for success, and and I think the best way to do that is is it's got to be hard to play against. You can't play a loose game. You've got to make sure that you take care of the puck. A lot of it just boils down to detail. You know, it's 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 a lot of details. It's collective effort. And then it's a certain discipline to stay the course through 60 minutes. And 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 that's the area for me where, um, where we're trying to challenge our group is just the discipline to stay with it throughout the course of the game, regardless of how, how things happen out there, the ebbs and flows, you know, it's not going to go away sometimes. That, that's just the nature of, of the sport we play. We need to understand it going in. And, and, and if we understand it, we'll react the right way when it happens. We'll react, that, we'll react the way, we'll react the right way when it happens. So there you have it. There is Mike Sullivan post game. And we all know what time it is. But I do want to add that we're going to have one Penguin player that we're going to hear from in a few minutes just to save some time because we don't have a lot of people that we could hear from post game 
But that all being said, it's time for the Shake of the Game segment. And after this introduction, we'll bring that to you. We're going to hear from Danton Heinen. Who is actually the last person that we're going to hear from? I'm, I'm, and I thought, you know what? We'll do it for the sake of the middle segment. Having heard earlier on from... Having heard earlier on from... Christopher Latang, Carter Hagee, and we only have the goaltender left to hear from, as well as we'll have Casey DeSmith left to hear from. So we're going to hear from Danton Heinen after this game went final. But first, a quick introduction. A quick introduction, and we'll get the shake of the game and the game pucks recipient out of the way. Here we go with our shake of the game introduction. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his milkshake factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That's myself, and welcome back to our shake, and welcome back to our show. In the studios here, we have the, we don't have our screen shares working. We've got to figure out how to do that. We'll do that in a little bit, but. We've got some news to get to. So it's time now for the shake of the game present uh, inspired by the Milkshake Factory ad in partnership with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And of course, number 59, Jake Gensel. But here's the thing. This is not for promotional reason, first of all. And honestly, it did not happen last night, but there's still some time left to get it happening. That all being said, and that all aside, tonight's shake of the game, I should say last night's shake of the game, but we're calling it today because we're recording it after the game went final. It's going to go to Aaron Eckblad for the it's going to go to Aaron Ekblad for the Florida Panthers two assists in the game plus two one one goal in the game five shots on goal no penalty minutes for Aaron Ekblad he was on the ice for 24 minutes 
and for seconds did give the puck away, but he did not take it away. And he also had two hits in the game, but no blocks to recall here. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, the shake of the game is going to, we'll get down to our scratches and we'll get down to the game pucks of the game as well as our dominant goalie performance in a moment. But before we get to that, the shake of the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins is going to go to, you know what? I'm going to give it to Christopher Letang. Two goals, two assists, a four-point night for him. A four-point night for him. No plus, no minuses. Six shots on goal for Letang. No penalty minutes. Four hits in the game for him. Two blocks. He was on the ice for 26 minutes and 29 seconds. With one get with two giveaways, but one takeaway to back that up. Christopher, you played pretty well. Okay, so scratch for this game: Sergei Bobrovsky, Sam Bennett, and Casey Fitzgerald did not play in last night's game for the Panthers. It was a late scratch, but I believe it was counted here. Tristan Jari was scratched in this game. Mark Friedman, Ty Smith, they were scratched. And Jonathan Gruden, Jonathan Gruden, the rookie, was a scratch as well. All right, everybody, the game pucks of the game coming up in just a moment. But before we get to that and we get to our dominant goalie performance, it's time to hear from Don, from Don, from Don, from Danton Heinen, Danton Heinen, Danton Heinen. So here he is, post game, after the game, and after this quick ad that I see on my screen. The Pittsburgh Penguins are are bringing are bringing hockey broadcast from their founding partners. Not going to get into who they are. Oh, here we go. Here is. Here is. Danton Heinen. But again, the founding partners of the Pittsburgh Penguins are how they broadcast shows like this. I mean, obviously, this is not a Pittsburgh Penguins hockey show because we don't have fair use of their content. So that's why I'm using my phone as audio rather than sharing my screen. Just to avoid as, many co as much copyright as I can. All right. Enough talk. At least for now. Let's hear from Danton Heinen after the 7-6 win in a thriller in overtime at PPG Paints Arena. Uh, oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Chance for Chancer for a bit. Um, I don't know. It was kind of up and down. Just a few bucks for balancing. Uh, yeah, it seems like both teams got a lot of looks. So, um, if I can put a finger on it, but um, definitely don't want to be giving up too many looks. But uh, then again, we, we got a fair shot. So. So you can see the impact was had on the team. Yeah, I mean, it was the same. It's uh, huge having back. He's uh, he's been through a lot, and um, you know, he's he's a resilient guy. He's a he's a big part of this, this team, and um, you know, this city. So he's uh, you know, it was, it was awesome to see him get that picture. You know, it's many goals going towards past the night. Yeah, no, it's great. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll have to one game, but I mean, just situational. I think, um, you know, you, you just try to play the right way. I thought we built off a pretty good game last game, didn't get a result. And like you said, to get, to get an overtime win, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's a good move. Oh, yeah. It's a huge to keep it more games three to seven six. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think the, the details just, um, you know, the stuff's bouncing. Right? You know, it's one of those games, but, um, you know, you don't want to be giving up that many, but I think just, just tight playing the right way and, um, you know, not playing high risk. There you go. That's Dantan Heinen of the Pittsburgh, of the Penguins. All right, the goaltenders are coming up. But before we get to them and we get to the break, it's time for the game pucks of the game. This what this has been Danton Heinen. Danton Heinen. Hopefully I'm saying the name right. So the so before we get to the game pucks of the game. The dominant goalie performance of the day, of the night, I should say, is going to Casey DeSmith. He gave up six goals in this game. He gave up six goals in this game, made 33 saves on 39 shots for a save percentage of 0.846 and 64 minutes played. A game puck of the game as they picked me up Dominant goalie performance of the game is going to go to the goaltender, Alex Leon. Alex Leon, seven goals given up, 42 saves, 49 shots, save percentage of 0.857 with 64 minutes played. Game puck of the game and a pick me up. Dominant goalie performance of the game. A game puck of the game is going to go to Mark Stahl. Minus one, no goals, no assists. No penalty minutes. Sorry, no shots on goal, no penalty minutes. Three hits, three blocks. No takeaways. Sorry, one takeaway, no giveaways for him. And he also was on the ice for 19 minutes and 18 seconds. No giveaways, three blocks and three hits. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, the game puck of the game recipient tonight. 
I want to give it, I honestly want to give it to Latang, but I'm going to give it to the captain, Sidney Crosby. Two goals, or sorry, one goal in the game, two assists, four shots on goal, no plus minus, no penalty minutes for Crosby, one sh- one hit, one hit in the game for him. No blocks, 20 minutes and 50 and 50 seconds. Total ice time for Sid tonight. Two two giveaways and one takeaway. By the way, the man who set the scene for this post-game show, who who you heard from in the beginning, hopefully the audio works for it, was on the Jeff Merrick show yesterday. Which is a Sportsnet 590 the fan show that airs across that airs daily across the Sportsnet radio network. And as I get Casey DeSmith ready to ready to roll during our third and final segment. I want to remind you that Leon that Alex Leon is coming up as well. The final segment is the look ahead segment. We'll look ahead to the all-star break for the Penguins and the Panthers. What's coming up before then? And what's coming up after? It all is happening right after this short break. And a quick word from our local podcasts that we support and that they support. And they support and because they support us. And if you are an AMI audio listener, but you listen to this podcast as part of your sports routine, make sure you check out. Kelly and Ramia, an AMI TV audio an AMI TV podcast and audio podcast originally called Kelly and Company airing every airing every day of the week except for the weekends Monday to Friday at 2 p.m. at 2 p.m. Eastern in the afternoons. All right, everybody, a quick break. A quick break to get some water and things like that. And then we'll bring you Casey DeSmith and Alex Line and Alex Le- and Alex Leon. All coming up after a quick break. And again, if you're an AMI audio listener, thank you for joining us. If you listen to AMI podcasts, especially TV podcasts, then don't forget Kelly and Rumia featuring Rumia of 
Ramia Uffman. Sorry if I get the name wrong, Ramia. Uh, and Kelly McDonald. They've got you covered for Kelly and Ramia on AMI Audio and AMI TV. AMI TV at 2 p.m. Eastern. And you can also catch the show wherever you get your favorite podcast. After it airs, as well as some of the reruns of it on AMI-audio and AMI-tv after the show has aired at 2 p.m. Eastern. All right. Alex Leon. Casey DeSmith. Both goaltenders and the look ahead are coming up when we continue in moments. Are you looking for great sports content from media, fans, coaches, and players alike? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, every Friday wherever you get your podcast. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters, so please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please feel free to check us out on our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports-for-beginners-podcast to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop. And you can follow me on Twitter at ScottMcGregor3, that is, ScottMcGregor3, on, and on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore. We will cover all things sports, including the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, OHL, and whatever sport you are into. You name it, we've got it. We may also talk a little bit outside of the sports world. So please, feel free to join us for the ride as our coverage of Sports for Beginners, the podcast continues. This is our first teaser episode. It's our first trailer of the show. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, and I am always glad to be joined by the host of All Over the Map, Ali Musa, and the host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, Thomas McGregor, who is also my brother. So please feel free to join us whenever you get a chance and make this part of your Friday routine. See you around. starter but is it, where's that rank compared to other times where you've been pressed in the action maybe when you weren't expecting it yeah i mean obviously a little different uh the whole day kind of before leading up pregame skating everything's a little bit different but you know every time i uh, i'm backing up and I'm, I'm warming up the same and everything's the same so uh, it didn't change too much for me it was just kind of late notice obviously it wasn't an ideal game to that many goals to support but how did it feel to at least come out on the winning end of everything yeah, uh, thrilled to get a win. That was a huge two points for us. Obviously, we're battling in the standings with them. Um, Erica went at home. Obviously, great to have Tanger back. Scored a couple goals for us. Good night. Uh, I just came in and told me that I was going in while I was warming up at the gym. Um, five minutes before I had to start getting dressed. So it was uh, pretty last minute, but, you know, those things happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so good to have him back. 
and he's been working hard, obviously off the ice and and then back on the ice, but not with the team. Um, and he definitely came back when he was ready. It was pretty evident tonight that he was ready to come back, and he was a huge part of that win. Huge part of that win. Okay, so the goaltenders, as we welcome you back in to Penguins post game, that was Chris. That was Casey DeSmith. And now it's time for Alex Leon, goaltenders of the Pittsburgh Penguins and the and the Florida Panthers are on their way here. And next up is Alex Leon. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, resilience, and we talked about it two two games ago, but uh, just can't say enough about it. And uh, given the stretch, you know, that we've been on here, that I think it uh, says a lot uh, going into the back half of the season. Yeah, I think uh, just experience and uh, just try to bounce back. I didn't feel very good in the first period. Felt like I should have had a few more of those. And uh, so I just tried to uh, change up my mentality and uh, kind of play a little freer. And uh, it works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And uh, felt better towards the end of the game. And uh, wish we could have gotten the two points. But um, again, just appreciative of the effort. and. Uh, Thankful to the guys. Uh, I feel tired. <laughs> uh, but rewarding. And um, uh, I just promised myself that uh, I'd try to just uh, be resilient and uh, stick with it. And um, I hope I demonstrated that. And I felt like I did. So uh, just move forward and keep doing the best you can. That's all you can do. Yeah, I feel like I could have probably played it a little better last night and uh, maybe even a little sharper today, but um, uh, overall, you know, just in my position, in my role, I just try to give the team a chance to win. Sorry, excuse me. And um, so I think we came out of it with uh, some points. And um, again, given the schedule that we've had here the last three weeks, and finally, catch our breath a little bit tomorrow, a day off, and then um, just uh, hit it hard for the weekend. And, um, and I don't know, you know, my situation, but um, just whether I'm here or in Charlotte, just continue to try to do my best. Uh, did it make it any more difficult starting last night and then the type of game that it was tonight with the back and forth and then also going to OT and everything? Were you kind of hanging on there at the end? Um, no, I, th I felt better towards the end of the game. I think, uh, like I said, you just try to free the mind and kind of told myself just whatever happens, happens and, um, uh, switch my mentality up and, uh, that's that. So just move on and, uh, try to stay as even as possible and get a good day off tomorrow and, and, uh, just keep moving forward. Thank you. There you have it. All right, everybody. That's it. This segment of Penguins postgame is, yes, it's not, it's not the best, it's not a good segment, but it's not a bad segment either. Because guess what? We're looking ahead. 
It's the look ahead for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the and the Florida Panthers. It's time to look ahead to what it is on the horizon for these two for these two teams. And that will immediately be followed by that will immediately be followed by our closing and our next show, which by the way is after the Washington Capitals game. Speaking of that, it's the look ahead to the next couple of games. After and before the All-Star break. Because guess what? It's practically here. It's time for all it's time for the all-star break. It's practically here. February is like next month. February is like next week. It's practically here. The all-star break is practically here. And we're going to be looking ahead to what's on tap after the All-Star break and before for both the Pens and the Panthers. So what is on tap for both these squads? What, what, what is on tap for the Pens and the Panthers as they move in and come out of the all-star break let's find out shall we we'll start with florida well well with the all-star break happening very very shortly the the florida panthers before the break will go toe-to-toe against the los angeles kings at 7 p.m on january 27th 2020 on January 27, 2023, at 7 p.m. at home. And then they will battle the Boston Bruins January 28th. That's part of a back-to-back. Another back-to-back is coming for them after this off day, as you heard Alex Leon talk about in his in his post-game. After the All-Star break, the homestand continues as the Lightning come to town February 6th, February the 9th. The Sharks are in town 7 o'clock on February 6th and 9th. And then February 11th, the Saturday before Super Bowl Sunday, the Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon are in Florida 
to battle the Panthers. That's what's on tap for the Panthers. For the Penguins. Coming out of their break. First of all, first, let's go into their break. Going into the All-Star break, they will battle the Washington, the Washington, the Washington Capitals tomorrow at 7 p.m., January the 26th. At 7 p.m., Washington versus Pittsburgh. It's Alexander Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby going toe-to-toe once again. And of course, on that note, this will be before we continue. This will be the second of three meetings between the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh winning both or winning one of their games in Pitt in Washington in their first of two on, of only two visits to the nation's capital of the United States in Washington, D.C. Their next and final meeting in Washington, D.C. will be tomorrow at 7 p.m. And then on March 25th at 8 p.m. in Pittsburgh, March 25th, 2023, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's Capitals and Pens clashing again, 8 p.m. on March 25th. Keeping it on to what we're on to now, the Penguins will wrap up for the All-Star break with a home with a home game against the San Jose Sharks on the 28th at 7 p.m. Coming out of the All-Star break, they will continue their homestand. As they as Nathan McKinnon and company come to town. Nathan McKinnon and the Avalanche coming to town to play the Penguins at 7 p.m. on February the 7th. February 10th. And February 11th. The Penguins are in a back-to-back in a road series. They will face the Ducks of Anaheim. At 10 p.m. on February the 10th. And then the LA Kings. The next night. On February 11th at 10.30. This will be the final of two meetings. Between the Anaheim Ducks and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh won the first of their, of their two meetings with the Anaheim Ducks 4-3 in overtime on January the 16th in 2023. And the final meeting, or and the LA Kings, is it the final meeting, or do we have more? The Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, the Pittsburgh Penguins will be meeting once again for the final time the LA Kings, they beat the LA Kings back in October before we hit the new year. But given this is the 2022 and 2023 NHL season, their first meeting, the Penguins beat the Kings 6-1 to on October 20th, 2022. 
And now they are headed to LA for a late night one, February 11th, the night before the Super Bowl at 10.30. Well, that wraps up the... Well, that wraps up our look ahead this far. More, we'll have more for you. We'll have more for you coming your way on our Washington post-game show. We'll give you what's coming up for Washington out of the break and and how they will finish going into the All-Star break. We will do the same for San Jose. But a quick reminder, after we do a post-game show for for the first game out of the out of our out of the All-Star break for the Penguins, the back-to-back won't really be having a post-game show, but stay tuned to our post-game show where the Penguins will play the Avalanche in in Pittsburgh in on February in Pittsburgh on February the 7th stay stick around to find out what we're doing from from that point that is going to be the first of two meetings between the Avalanche and the Pittsburgh Penguins and by the way as we wrap up here, Dustin Tokarski, Tokarski, Dustin Tokarski was called up. So it's likely that he will be the backup to Casey DeSmith until Tristan Jari can get back up and running. All right. All right, everybody. That does it for Penguins post game tonight and today. As we record this podcast on Wednesday, January the 25th, 2023, this podcast will be dropping tomorrow ahead of Capitals versus Penguins. Josh Gets Up gets us started on our post-game show by setting the scene by setting the scene every Penguins home game. So stay tuned for the post games that we have that he will set the scene for. And the next one will be after the Washington Capitals game. Between the between the pens and the Washington Capitals. All right. Pens of the Capitals coming up. But for now, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. On the Sports for Beginners podcast, and I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Penguins game. So long for now. Enjoy your 10-piece Chicken McNuggets after this Penguins win. And let's go Pens. Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, HTTPS 
colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm slash Scott dash McGregor dash sports and follow Scott at Scott McGregor three on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pre-game show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. <laughs>